There's no time like the present. But this is the past. This week. Or that week. On the Hapless Heroes. No, no one said anything about smashing. Now I'm thinking about smashing. Welcome back to the Hapless Heroes Podcast. My name is Dave, and I will be your host and Dungeon Master for this evening. And we are going to start this evening the same way I start every evening, darn it, by introducing our cast. And I am going to start all the way over to my left with Zach playing Pregnart. It's me, Pregnart. Hello. To his left, we have Phil as Hedrick, the Entertainer. We gotta get back in time. Come on, Pregnart. Hmm. <laughs> to his left, we have Nicole did, as Boris the Butcher. I prefer the doors with the presents. To her left, we have Mike as Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. Always at my service. To his left, we have John as Lord Jarrell the Light. When are we going this time? To his left, we have James as Hoblet the Smasher. Good evening, friendos. And to his left, we have Francesco as the fabulous Felix Fizzlebottom. I have a plan. And we left off last time stepping through a portal, not to where, well, kind of to where, but also to when, in what Dr. Hines referred to as the strange past. What ha- uh, yeah, A.K.A. what happened that one time? Mm-hmm. What dun, dun, happened... Dun. That one time. This might have been the wrong. I'm just going to say this now to like my friends, like IRL here. Uh, this might have been the wrong choice, <laughs> but. Oh, no, this Please is don't absolutely. Let it be my eighth birthday. Please don't let it be my eighth birthday. <laughs> 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 what happened on your eighth, eighth birthday? birthday? Yeah, we, we, I, I hope not to discuss it, Mike. <laughs> and I don't need you all to find out. Wherever we were going, now it's your eighth birthday. (laughs) (laughs) And the scene opens as you step through the portal and regain your bearings into a closet. It's full of. It is my eighth birthday, damn it! Chairs are stacked up at uh, one end of the room neatly in uh, what appears to be maybe about a 15 by uh, 10 room. Uh, There are a few tables sort of uh, stacked up on one end over at the other side of the room and uh, a couple of crates full of glassware and a doorway off to the east. Uh, The portal sits very conspicuously, I might add, in the middle of the room with some things just sort of piled around it as though it weren't really there. So you, does this look, this is not like a mirror of, you know, like how, like when we stepped into the, when Boris, myself and Pregnard stepped into 
what came before, right? The past, like that's just the past yes. past, I guess. Yeah. Um, it was like a mirror of the same room, just like not fully constructed. So now we're in like a closet is what you're saying. Yes. Okay. There is a wooden door to the east. Okay. Um, just out of curiosity, is there a portal behind us? Yes, the portal is sitting there right in the middle of this room. And it's still very it, much it, open? It's still very much open and very much visible, yes. Okay, that's good. That's good. Just just making sure. Uh, Jarell, do you want to stand by this doorway to make sure that it doesn't close on us? <laughs> As well, you um, seem to be really a big fan of that. Pregnart has entered the room, correct? I think we're all here, yes. right? We all like entered together. Uh, yeah, unless Jarell, someone is telling me they aren't here, I am assuming everyone is here. I believe Jarrell still has the hammer. Uh, so as far as Jarrell can remember, the only way to open or close any of these portals is to hit the anvil. Uh, so Jarrell does not feel it. Uh, he'll say, I, I don't know that we, I have to stay here if nobody's going to shut the portal on us. That's good. Let's let's operate under the assumption that no one will do that to us. What is Doctor Hines doing? Yeah. Uh, did he? I don't think uh, he came through that? with us. No, he did not come through with you. Okay. It seems that he has had enough of strange timelines. I mean, uh, I would. We should at least say something to him before we all just like dive on no, through. No, we did that already. Though we're like, that's that moment is gone. Oh, it has? Oh, okay. Yeah. Tried to run, tried to hide, but you broke on through to the other side. That's okay. what he said. <laughs> just uh, going to pull a piece of wood out of her pocket, which I guess Hoblet would probably recognize as looking like a dwarven axe handle, um, and just kind of sticks it half through the portal the way that you would wedge a door open as if there was a door in the portal. That works so then, great like, when you... brushes her hands off and walks away proudly. Right. When you jump through with the rope, it works so well. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as your hand lets go of the handle, it is shorn neatly in half by the portal. Oh. I'm really glad that doesn't happen to us when we walk through it. Mm-hmm. But let's, re let's remember to not, like, just stick half of ourselves in and out of portals anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it only happened when Boris let go of the handle. So just don't let yourself go. You know what I'm saying? That's really, that's really it. It, oh, it happened to I've the rope while that was still <laughs> tied around me. Right. It did. Yes. Mm -hmm. But this one works differently, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> that's Dave's Shut thing. Up. Portals can sense <laughs> intention, like the doors on Star Trek. Exactly. Ever since you pointed that out to me, I, can, I, I have had to point that out now to everyone else that like watches science fiction like television like i love yeah, that thanks one. for that <laughs> you're welcome it ruins the entire show i love it <laughs> anyways speaking of intent i intend to uh, head towards the one door that's here yeah there's nothing of note in the room aside from the stack really doors. right all right, so uh, you are heading towards that door, and as you get closer, you can definitely hear a din or a commotion on the other side of some sort. Mm. Um, some sort of 
clanging or clinking and lots of voices. And it's, it's tough to tell, are they angry or what's going on? Because there's just so many. Edric's curious about the commotion. Um, he wants to take a peek through the door. Wait, 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 whoa, 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 Hedrick, hold on a second. Remember that cool invisible trick that you did? Well, some, sure. Some time ago, where like you know you were like your 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 body, you're totally not a doppelganger. Body double was here, and you were invisible, like walking around uh-huh. and like doing double stuff. trouble. Yeah, uh, I'd say we operate. Maybe how about how about Operation Double Trouble, buddy? Yeah, we can go for that. We'll hang out in maybe, here. Uh, you know, how about we, Bob- we'll, we'll set up some of these chairs. We'll just sit your your lifeless copy over here, right? And then you 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 go there and like just like and then just tell us what's happening. Wait, which one of these Hedricks can be killed? Don't kill Hedrick. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not trying to kill Hedrick. Sending a, having a copy of Hedrick here doesn't really help if he's not invisible, does it? Well, the, the real Hedrick will be invisible. Okay, good. I couldn't remember me, how that worked. Let me just um, refresh my memory. And, and he starts uh, tuning and playing it to get it just right. Um, I just got to kind of refresh myself for a second. Uh, remember exactly how to play it. You become invisible at the same time. An illusory double of you appears where you're standing. The double lasts for up to one hour. Um, but the invisibility ends if I attack or cast a spell. You can move on your action, twice your speed, make it gesture, speak, and behave in whatever manner I choose. You can see through its eyes and hear through its ears as if you were located where it is. On each of your turns as a bonus action, you can switch from using its senses to your own or back again. But while I'm in the double, I am blinded and deafened in regard to my real surroundings. Perfect. Same thing so, happens when I do my thing with Slim. It's, I mean, alternatively, we could make Slim invisible, and then I can do the thing. It's just, you know. Well, I, I like can I'm, make it do whatever I want. I'm going to have it go play. Because then my real self will be safe. I can use a old double here to just uh, play for me, you know, for the real show. You're going to open for yourself? Well, it's the uh, first time for everything. <laughs> so wait, 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 wait. You're going to send in the, illusor- the illusory copy of yourself that is visible into whatever's right. beyond this door. Real as real can be. I mean, isn't it like kind of brain dead, though? Like a well, husk, right? Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, wait, maybe I didn't quite get it right the first time. <laughs> I, I think I got a hang of it now. All right. Uh, well, you. Uh, I guess we'll we'll hang out in here. Uh, just I guess pop back every so often. You know, just let us know what you're seeing out there, and if you need me to send Slim to back you up. Yeah. Uh, all right. So he will kind of like reach into his hands pouch, like reach into his waistcoat, and then he pulls the loot out, and you can feel him. Kind of like, uh, sorry, <laughs> you can see him and I'm just like wiping off the frets and then tuning it and something special about this little cloth that he had. That's what he wanted to just add the final touch. 
And as soon as he strums, you don't hear a sound. He just vanishes. And then back into that shape, you hear this like the sound appears when his illusory double shows up. And uh, he says, okay, uh, uh, failures. And like, ma'am, uh, head on in there. Hold on, like, just give us one second to make sure we're safe. I'm going to have like, ask like Jarrell or Hobbit to help me like put, take down like some of the chairs that are stacked up in here. So we can just get one to sit the actual invisible body of Hedrick onto. So he's not just <laughs> standing here, motionless, invisible among us. We won't bump right. into him. Just sit him down on that. Okay. Like, we got you, bud. Like, thumbs up. I believe in you. The inert form of Hedrick the Entertainer is afforded some modicum of dignity in a seated position. Where, like, right in the middle of the room here? No, like, no, just, like, like, like near one of the walls. Like, you know what I mean? Just, like, just like oh, somewhere okay. we can kind of just, like, I could just stand by, just make sure he's, like, not falling over or, like, slumping. You know what I mean? Like, just so we can just adjust him. Can, can I? We can't see his body, but we could feel that it's there. So it, it's... Right, but... So we're in a closet. Ish. Yeah. Yes, you're in a closet. A large Putting closet. an invisible uh, <laughs> body in a chair. Okay, yeah, but I just, what's so like hard I to just, understand about this? <laughs> I just need to say this out loud one time, okay? So, oh, we're all, let's rewind. We're all at Fran's house, having pizza, playing D&D, shooting the shit. And all of a sudden, a human comes out of the closet. <laughs> like, we're going to fucking look in the closet. Like, this. there's no way that this is done discreetly like oh bro how'd you get in the closet like how is this gonna play out like it's not like there's somewhere you could be coming from like he's literally coming out of the closet into what sounds like a group of people who have some reason to know each other maybe probably okay what's your christmas score it's fine he's fine he's good he's good he's good okay i trust him wait should should pregnard go with him because he I mean, what is the, why don't we? Why? Right. <laughs> the entire. Right. I, I'm pretty persuasive. I can maybe like just convince them not to do something. Re- realistic, realistically, the 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 invisible Hedrick probably should have went out the door instead yes. of the but my entire reason for my entire reason for <laughs> suggesting this was for subterfuge, not for. Um, like not necessarily like just like risking physical bodily harm. Like I was just right. I wanted to get someone in there to just. That's okay. We'll see how this plays out. Scope. I just wanted to be sure that I <laughs> let right, everyone yeah. know just, where we're at. I just Felix is tired yeah, also, of having to do everything for by himself. I wasn't gonna just send Shady in there and do all the things by myself. I want to give my companions. But then still, a dragon is flying out of the closet. But we could turn it invisible. Like these two people here know how to cast invisibility. All right. So you see a dragon fly out of a closet, and then it turns invisible. No, it turns invisible going. before we send it out. Come on. Wait, I have a plan. Yeah, now we're just doing a bastardized version of the plan that I was suggesting. Yes. And I love it. I sure. love how it's going to play out. Let's do if it. If it's a bad plan, then We're it's bastardized. Right. Sure. No one has stopped it up to this point in time. We're in way too deep. Okay, folks. 
I would like some decisive action here. I I I, I love this and I, I want this, but I need to I need to advance the plot. So what are we actually doing? Arguing for fifteen minutes about what we do is what we're doing. Okay. Oh, oh okay, yes. I took that as read, um, especially as you guys have been arguing for roughly about fifteen you know, minutes. I feel like we're in it. <laughs> I just wanted to be clear as to what like we're in a closet and we're about to send a human body head, out head, of the closet door. Head, Ready? Head, yeah. Ready? Go. Because Hedrick had yeah. his own plan. He's going now. Yeah. Go, Hedrick. Yeah. No one's hobbit. When does hobbit become the reflective one, though? I don't know. This, this is hobbit. Is you <laughs> after two babies? I don't understand. I don't no. know what's because happening. the hobbit timer isn't just as simplistic as you might think it is. It, it's not just that hobbit is going to get wild after a certain amount of time. After a certain amount of time, he's going to do something, and it could be get reflective. And that's what you allowed to happen, is this went on for about 10 minutes, Hoblet got reflective. You didn't have to get smashy. He just started thinking, because if we're going to smash, then I'll just pull Trixie out. Let's go fucking smash. No, no. No one said anything about smashing. Now I'm thinking about smashing. Stop. (laughs) The fact that we made it this far before smashing came out, is what we call character development in some circles. (laughs) You're raising a valid point here. If we're not sending the invisible musician, we should send the the visible musician, like playing a trumpet with confetti. Like go go hard if we're not going invisible. So, um, yeah, but but yeah, Hedrick's going out. Hedrick, you are the visible faux musician. Well, actually a real musician, but a fake. We're not even going to mess around with um, how (laughs) that even conjugates. Uh, But so you intend on exiting this door, correct? Yeah. The double had his hand on the knob. I was within 10 (laughs) minutes. I can switch back and forth. He had his hand on a knob and then came out of a closet. Yeah. He pushed the door through. Sounds like a grand old time. (laughs) You said it's yeah. You said it sounded like like a lot of people. Okay, yeah. yes. Go, so we're going to go, gonna go entertain gonna, them. <laughs> yes, we are going to cut to that. And the door opens and closes behind uh, Hedrick as he steps out of the room. Now, and mind into, you, we're all visible in the closet room with an invisible Hedrick. <laughs> it's a big closet. <laughs> Listen, we're not going to get into that because, um, you know, maybe people don't pay much attention to this closet. But Hedrick. I, I lose track sometimes. How well traveled are you? What places have you been? Uh, well, <clears throat> before being with the heroes, probably only places of bigger population. I think he comes from humble roots, um, but not too far off of like you know the main road because that's where he saw his his exit to get out of the country and into the city. So he did also spend not- some time with the cloud giants. Right. Yes. So you find yourself in a tavern of all places, a really big one, though. Like, you had toured. You'd made your bones on the road, but you never got to play anywhere quite this big. It's almost the size of, like, a beer hall of some sort. Lots and lots of tables, like maybe a hundred of them with uh, groups of what appear to be maybe even adventurers at the various tables Along the north side of this large room, there is a bar that extends the length of the room, which is easily 150 feet. It's got numerous bartenders at it, and uh, it has a large chalkboard mounted in the wall. Like 
in the back above the bar a little ways. Um, it's, you know, it's got some, some names written on it and some dates and probably some other stuff. You're not quite close enough to see that yet though. There's also at the, uh, Eastern end of the room, far down the hallway, uh, appear to be some very large bulletin boards with lots of, uh, lots of papers tacked to them, all kinds of different, uh, like colored pages. And, um, some of them look a little tattered at the bottom. It's, it's, a ways away, so you can't really read anything on them. You can just sort of tell that they're there on a couple of like six by eight uh, cork boards that just take up a big segment of the wall over there. But otherwise, it is a raucous, raucous party in this place. Uh, it appears that there are adventurers carousing and drinking their heads off over here. Lots of people getting drunk at the bar and a good time being had by all. But no live musician playing as of yet. Is there a stage? There is, and it is along the south end. Um, at the southeast, there is the entrance to this place. Uh, but um, maybe starting about 20 feet to the west of that, and along the, uh, the south end there, there's a stage maybe about 15 feet wide, 5 feet deep. You know, just sort of raised like a two-step dais, maybe about 2 or 3 feet off the ground. Um, there's appears to be some sort of instrument, uh, like a piano analog along the back wall there, uh, collecting some dust, but otherwise, uh, nothing much going on up there right now. Is there a waiter or waitress? There are, um, there are some barmaids, uh, sort of making their way amongst the tables. Um, you do notice, uh, one of the barmaids being, uh, accosted in a very harassy sort of manner by uh, one of the um, one of the patrons at uh, one of the tables. With one of the quickest motions you've ever seen in your life, she reaches into her bodice, pulls out a twelve-inch dagger, and cuts the dude hand off at the wrist. Yo, wipes it off on her skirt, chunk right back into there, and walks on. Uh, can I grab her attention? I, I want to try to get up to her in time. Can I get her number? Yeah. Um, yeah. You can hear now the howling as this dude, you know, obviously has just been unhanded in uh, a very literal manner, like grabbing at his wrist and just making all sorts of terrible noises as blood spurts out onto the hardwood. Um, in the background, a couple of burly dudes come up and escort him and his party out of the building. And well, you this... approach the barmaid, hopefully with a different approach than the last patron. Yes. Um, the double will go up to her, uh, not touching her, of course. You know, just, just getting up in front of her to say, excuse me, miss. Uh, I just I know you're very busy. If you don't mind, I'll, I'll keep up with you here. Uh, that was quite impressive. Oh, sweetheart, that was nothing. Well, hey, uh, my name's Hedrick. Uh, I actually have some friends here with me. I was wondering if uh, maybe you guys would like some entertainment for the evening. Uh, well, we uh, we uh, had somebody scheduled, but uh, they had to drop out. But anyway, uh, you should go to uh, uh, over to the bar and you uh, talk to either Frank or Joey. One of them, they'd be able to get you sorted right out. Oh, no, Joey. Well, thank you very much, miss. Hi, uh, you're welcome. And, uh, and she turns around and shouts, Hey! Can we get a cleanup over here? 
the double will go back uh, over to the closet and open the door and step on through back through the closet. The double goes back into the closet. And he'll look at everybody and go, Great news, everybody. I got us a gig. Wait, the double is saying this? <laughs> yeah, the double is saying that. Wait, hold on. Uh, what? <laughs> Pregnard, Pregnard uh, casts uh, shape water and puts his uh, magical suit on. Oh, no. This All right, is- now, what I have in mind... fabulous fur coat. <laughs> I have I have some feats of strength in mind. I have some oddities of nature in mind. Of I've got a lot of ideas here, folks. Um, what I need to do is first go talk to the management Hedrick. and uh, make our final arrangements. <laughs> but I think y'all should just follow me. <laughs> Hedrick. Buddy. He uh, is aware that we're trying to save the world, correct? Hedrick. Hey. Hey, bud. Um... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, let me get this straight. Um, I task you, ask you to go out and just scout the situation, see what's going on, and report back. And. You book us a gig? Where? Yeah. And Why? I bet we're going to get a shit ton of tips. Hedrick. <laughs> Hedrick. Oh, boy. And Felix, like, oh, you know, God. like, awesome. pla- places the f- like his fingers, right? He, like, pinches his fingers to, like, the bridge of his nose. <clears throat> we, so, from this information, I can ascertain that he's walked out into some type of saloon. Or a some type or of something. yeah, some type of saloon. Yes, um, since uh, Hoblet hasn't put eyes on it, I can't tell you more than that. Sure. Oh, uh, we don't have time for a fucking show. Let's go. And Hoblet's gonna head out the door. Which door? The door. The iron. The wooden. The like door in, the like in, in into the bar. Oh god. Okay. Yeah. We don't have time for this. We don't have, we're saving right. the world. Hoblet barges out handle. into the bar. Okay, How about I'll, everybody else? I'll follow Hoblet. Yep, Darrell will yeah, follow. Pregnard. Let's go. Boris is wearing her, her, her fur coat and a monocle and a fake mustache at this point and has Um and has somewhere gotten a hoop and is trying to convince Um to jump through the hoop. And Wait, like, is Um and, here? And, yeah, Um's been in her pocket the whole time, oh, so she just goodness. pulled Um out of a pocket. Okay. I was just curious <laughs> what happened to Um. Yeah, he went to a pocket before we went to the first portal, I think. Okay. He's just been chilling is, in my pocket the whole time. What kind of uh, creature is Um again? It's a robot hellhound, like a tiny one. Like he like, like the little like pet robot dogs that you that like a V Tech dog. Yes, those. That <laughs> is Great. literally only capable of going a roof, a roof, and apparently vaporizing things that it eats. <laughs> he's just been in like low power mode in my pocket. He's good. He's chilling. He doesn't need air. Hedrick. Hedrick. He'll look over at Captain Quinn and say, I was going to ask Felix to be my manager. And hang his head low um, as he holds the door open for himself for the illusion, the invisible Hedrick to walk out. Wait, so no, but, you, but, but invisible Hedrick can't walk while you're the illusion. Like, we have to so, walk. 
invisible. The illusion yeah. has so walked to the door can... and holding the door open. So then the invisible oh, Hedrick so you can, turn can move through. The invisible Hedrick will just like post up against uh, a wall until the group moves through. And then he's just going to periodically tag along, follow behind his illusory double. Oh, my God. This is brilliant. Is it? It lasts for an hour. This is going to be real weird. Right. It's it's on the way, but keeps her outfit on before leaving the room. Oh, my God. Good. Okay, well, we're, we're right. in the saloon. Yeah, so everybody steps out, and Felix, Hoblet, Jarrell, and Quinn have been here before. Oh, no shit. This is where I killed What's-His-Face. This is the Tarantis West Runner House. Uh, is this where we went right before? Is this where we... Uh, what's the bird creature but right you, before we... This is where we got the heist. This is where we got the heist job. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure, right. or where we turned it in, because we did the you're heist. We met the Aracocra, oh, right? You know, you're, you're thinking of the other, oh, uh, the Eric other runner house. Was way later. That was no, Tiddlywonk. Tiddlywonk. The was it Tiddlywonk? Tiddlywonk was at the bar and grill. Right, which is which is in Last Wall. Yeah, I don't even remember any of this. Oh my god. <laughs> this one was the bar manned by Frank and Joey. Yes. Right, right, right. I remember Joey. Yeah. Well, you remember uh, Frank at the beginning too. He couldn't read. Yeah. No, no. I thought right. Joey. Frank, I thought Joey no. couldn't read. No, Frank was the one who couldn't read. He summoned Joey, and I, I remember right. that because I listened <laughs> to the episode today. <laughs> <laughs> we got an episode number for anybody? Oh, geez, that was. For the true know, believers. Bust open Spotify here real quick. Um, what was I damn listening to? It was episode 22, Grand Theft Uh-Oh. Yep. All right. Grand Theft, the, the heist episode. That was the heist yeah. planning episode. Yes. Then Jewel of Denial or the Nope Diamond was the actual heist. If I were, Okay, so still to this day, right? And this, it's been like probably five years, just about or four and a half years mm-hmm. since we recorded those heist episodes. Those still are probably two of the best, like, like a bit of the best, one of the best pairs of episodes I think we've ever done. Yeah, we peaked at 20. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, we all? Say, didn't we all peak at 20? Yeah. <laughs> I know I did. We peaked at 20 and then lived at 200. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a long, slow decline, everyone. I think we just described Hoblet's life. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Rings a little bit too true. <laughs> yes. You guys find yourself in a raucous uh, uh, Tarantus West runner house. How did we end up here? We came through a portal. No, no, but- <laughs> we just came through it into the closet. <laughs> uh, we all went through. We popped out into the closet. I hate you. Here we are. I, I mean, you. he's right. I hate you. All right. Pregnard is going to try to talk to somebody. Be more specific he's with your. So overwhelmed. He's questions. dressed to the nines now. Yes, you are. So uh, are you looking? Pregnard is like so excited to like meet and talk to somebody new. Wonderful. Are, are you going to talk to a patron? Are you going to talk to one of the barmaids? It looks like, um, well, you wouldn't know. So never mind that part. 
Well, I mean, looking around the room, is anybody especially... Does anybody appear like they're having an especially large amount of fun? <laughs> there is. Any boisterous conversations. He's going to be attracted to like a good, like not the bar. He's going to be attracted to like a close knit group of friends or something that are all jovial and having a boisterous conversation or something like that. There happens to be just such a party, uh, maybe about three tables over from you. Everybody really is, but these people are living it upright now. Tell me about that. Well, it looks to be an adventuring party. Maybe not uh, so far along the way as you guys. And uh, you can kind of all notice you're getting a few looks as you pass through. Um, not so many people. Because are I'm dressed so cool. Because you're dressed so cool and everybody else is dressed some combination of cool and lethal. Like Adventurers like you don't pass through a southern runner house like this very often. Like, adventurers looking like you guys with the kind of gear some of you guys are carrying don't pass through the bar and grill very often. All right, just as a a measure to, like, blend in, Pregnart um, shapes the water around the the back portion of his suit to make it like a scary, angry face. Oh, my God. Okay, yeah, so there's even a little bit more of that. Um, you know, obviously, you're rep- well, um, see, that's the problem is your reputation doesn't precede you. Is um, When people who looked like you were here last, the heroes of Telduria weren't exactly a thing. But let's cut back to uh, Pregnart, approaching this table of raucous partiers, really just absolutely getting their groove on over there. And um, it looks like there's um, some sort of um, some sort of uh, gnomish uh, female over there who's wearing the colors of the Omega Project, uh, very loud and proud. With you know some other you know some other people, they're not really wearing Omega Project colors. You know, they're just looking like regular old runners having a having a good old time of it. Yeah, I approach them and uh, I say. Oh, hello. My name is Pregnar. And um, the gnomish uh, woman turns uh, to you guys, you know, with the rest of the party. Well, hello there. Hey, how you doing? Uh, yeah, we're an adventuring party and you are nothing we have ever seen before. I need to introduce myself. My name is Persephone Orion. I'm with the Omega Project. Oh, that's Persephone. I recognize that name. Um, tell, tell me, Mr. Uh, Frogman, where are you from? <clears throat> I was made by Dr. Diddle. Wait. That Dr. Diddle? The one and only, the greatest guy ever. Oh. I miss him. Oh, honey. That's, what? that's great. What? And <laughs> very quickly, her attention just sort of snaps right over your left shoulder, Pregnart. Felix Fizzlebottom, is that you? I have not seen you in forever. Oh my gosh, how are you? And she runs up and gives you a hug that's just a little bit tighter than you feel like was uh, warranted and appropriate. Yep, and it, it lasts a little too long, too. Yep. One of us shagged Persephone, didn't we? 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Depends. How did it play out last time? Uh, we didn't establish anything last time. We just established oh. that they we, establ- we established a fact. <laughs> uh, uh, hello, Persephone. Yeah, just how long has it been since we've seen each other? Oh, geez, maybe about... I don't know, nine, ten months back at the project, we had lunch one time. It was good. I wish I'd gotten a chance to, you know, maybe uh, have another lunch with you. But, uh, man, you, you wound up out on the road after that. I heard you died. Uh, yeah. Um, so I'm here. Hi. Uh, well, I mean, it's the life of adventurers, right? Yeah, it's, that you know, it's... Stick to us. What it's what happens, you know? Yeah, de- I mean, we 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 hope, right? We can only hope. Felix is desperately trying to make small talk right now because, like, for the first time, he is actually feeling socially uncomfortable. Um, it it's kind of reminded me of an episode of Big Bang Theory right now, like two nerds just coming back together again after. Yeah, no, I because I I do remember vaguely our last interaction, uh, but like our last interaction was in another timeline. So like, I'm trying to piece together how much. Has, like what has tra- uh, <laughs> she remembers it vividly okay uh, <laughs> hmm what was the last thing you heard about what I was up to I hadn't heard anything up until um somewhere up towards uh, up towards the north and you had just vanished for a while vanished for a while like north, like like last while north, or like 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 the. Well, you had said you were trying to make it all the way to Ul for something. I mean, this was this was. Uh-oh. I mean, you were doing this with the project. Uh huh. Um, what year is it, right now? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever year it was, the day you guys uh got your uh got the jewel heist job. Um, I, we never really did a great job of tacking down the calendar no, in this we one. We did not, um, but I, now I know what timeline or what 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 she's referencing when she last heard about me. Because Ul, obviously, as we know, is not a city anymore. It's the one that you know went boom boom during the fall upheaval mm-hmm. and created the Crucible Lands and turned the world into what it is today. Um, I guess little different from when Felix and Persephone went boom. Yeah, well, unless unless I well <laughs> unless I messed up your there. timeline, you know that was approximately That's, when yep. all that stuff happened was a few months before the heroes started yes. doing their thing. Yeah, Something okay. I guess we haven't uh, discussed about Felix's backstory on the air, but it is written and has been on my character sheet. Is that yes, I was kind of in the general vicinity when Ool went boom boom, and yet here I am. Um, uh, yeah, so, uh, stroke of luck, honestly, uh, getting out of all that mess. It was terrible. Uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm glad, I'm just glad to be alive and, and glad to be here. Uh, it was a terrible mess what happened there, obviously. We all know what's going on. The world hasn't been the same since. It's been a hundred, about 160 years since then, right? Yeah, something like that. L- 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 listen, time got a little messy in there for a little bit, but carry the two yeah oh my gosh it has been it really hasn't been months Man, gnome lives you know i mean it's it's uh, what's what's a hundred years when we have about, she, get, you know. she slides a little close wish it had been glad Uh-oh. you're back 
I mean, yeah, it's so it's great to see you too. I give her like a like one of those like a very platonic like pat like on the shoulder. Hand doesn't even fully <laughs> and, make contact. And, and she really, kind <laughs> of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like her eyes like look disappointed for only the briefest of seconds, but then you know just fire right back up. Listen, we're gonna be around for a little bit. We gotta get us some more drinks. You and you and your friends get you some drinks, and maybe uh, maybe we'll find each other later in the night, right? Uh, yeah, sure. that'd be great. Yeah, we'll 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 definitely be here still later on in the night. We'll definitely still be here. Good, counting on it. Oh God, um, you can count on me. Parking <laughs> <laughs> lot. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to like fill in my companions about I guess when we or when I when I think we are <laughs> if that makes sense uh, and I will also exclaim um, this I'm not entirely sure or quite quite put my finger on what is so strange about this so far. What happened this one time? Like, this is before we got the heist. Or around the time we got the heist. Wait, are we out doing the heist? I'm going to go up. I'm going to go over to the, the, the posting board, like where there's like the jobs and all this stuff up. Is there, are there any notices about like, like procuring some sort of valuable jewel? Like, I, I'm going to look through the job postings and see if the job posting for the heist is here. Because I know we picked that up remotely, but I mean, you know, jobs are shared all over the place, right? So I'm curious to see if there is a posting for that job on the board right now in this timeline. There are a bunch of boards, so let's uh, kind of simplify this down to an investigation check. Um. So what? Uh, I mean, one plus six is seven. <laughs> <laughs> the first roll of the night. <laughs> be a long night. Yes, you find three of them. Ah, oh, shit! Damn it. Okay. Uh, oh god, I have to go talk to the. If I recall correctly, there's a very specific person who's working the desk at this place. But we're gonna. I'm gonna go to the 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 you know where they where you essentially exchange or like take the jobs, right? And just go up to like one of the one of the people with those boots, you know, who are dealing with the you know hiring of the adventurers. Like, hey, uh, didn't happen to see a party people some folks kind of look a little bit like myself and those fine people over there did you at any point in time this week he he leans into you close and like listen manny i don't see people looking like you coming through here just about this side at like ever in fact i don't see people loaded for bail like you guys like this far south like like ever ever like you're not coming here to start no trouble is you no Definitely not. Because, well, uh, you know, sir, if, uh, if you are, you got to tell me. It's like the law or something. No, I think our bard is trying to play a show or something. Well, I mean, that, isn't that what they, like, always do? 
it would seem. Excuse me, are, are you? Uh, I mean, the, 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 that and you know, causing trouble. They ain't mutually exclusive. And I mean, I'm like uh, looking at uh, some of these cleavers you guys is uh, like bringing around, and like <laughs> I don't know what they're going on with that uh, big old hammer that dwarf over there is carrying. I mean, I don't know what any dwarf is doing with the hammers. But don't I worry mean, about like, it. That like, thing's like extra. Like, oh geez, I'm sorry, I get a little bit too talky. You know, being uh, being behind the bar and all that sort of thing. So anyway, you telling me uh, you got a bar? He's trying to play some kind of show, huh? Yeah, I feel like because like Hedrick's been like, excuse me, uh, hello. And I feel like I hate stand in front of him, right? Because like I'm much shorter than Hedrick, but you know, I <laughs> listen. I'm sorry, there, guy. I got all the reading skills, but uh, I didn't much get the you know get the get the talking like people skills and nothing like that, you know. But you know, I can read people's a little bit, and it looks like you guys, you know, you get up to some tussles or something like that. And I'm you know, I'm hoping you guys don't do that around you. No, we won't. Right. Oh wait, you must, anyway, you must be Joey. No, you're Frank. Frank. You're Frank. Frank. Oh, because you can't read. Right. Sorry. No, I told you I was good with the readings. Oh, Frank can read. Yeah, I can read. Wait, isn't that Joey? Joey's the illiterate one who can't read. Like, what are you? What are you going on about? Um, you have this little jabroni uh, over here, like you brought a mixed up. Excuse me. <laughs> my 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 brain is fried. Go it ahead, was, go ahead, Hedrick. Uh, anyway, it was the other way in the other timeline. It was the other way that's in the other timeline. That's yeah, what I'm that's, saying. I, I wasn't sure if Dave was going to tell it or not. Dave's yeah. not fucking <laughs> gaslighting me for nothing here. Okay, like this is. No, right. I, but I'm like un gaslighting you. Like I'm just trying to drop hints that there are there are differences. There are subtle about differences. Yes. Felix, you are the worst manager. I'm sorry. Frank. I never Please asked to be. Me. I don't ever never asked to be your manager, Hedrick. Uh, I expected you to be a, an adult and deliver results on a very simple plan. <laughs> Clearly, and, it wasn't I don't that know, simple. man. But does, uh, does, and I'm gonna uh, walk away man, fuming. No, I walk away does, fuming. Listen, listen. Uh, yeah, he leans over to uh, Hedrick. Listen, Manny. Does this uh, does this plan of his involve you, like uh, maybe playing some bangers with a crowd over here? Because uh, you know, I want to, you know, want to keep some butts and seats here tonight. And I mean, they 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 a little raucous, but uh, you know, I think we could uh, probably use a little bit of livening ups. You know. Well, um, I, I I do tell you, my, my rates are rather sharp, but it's really on behalf of my security. You see, I, I got to keep them well taken care of. And, well, I always deliver. What the hell kind of fanboys you got where you need security rolls this freaking deep over you? Well, you'd be surprised. But uh, needless to say, we are happy to see some fresh faces, and we'd be happy to uh, empty some of your kegs and uh, hopefully entertain some of your uh, patrons. Listen, uh, listen I'll, keep, I'll keep the booze flowing for you guys for the night. And, uh, you know, uh we we'll talk about uh, let's see, maybe about ten percent of the bar take for the night. You guys, you keep you keep the party going. You know, we'll make sure you get uh, you get your cut, right? Excellent. All right. Uh, you know, do you have a green room or anything? Someplace I can maybe uh, prepare and warm up before the show. Listen, uh, we don't got nothing fancy like that, but uh, and he points to the closet you guys came out of. We got a closet over there we don't really use for much. You guys go always get ready over there. 
know, maybe uh, stash some of the more intimidating looking uh, cutting uh, sticks you got over there. You know, maybe uh, people think you're not trying to like, you know, rough them up, start some trouble or something like that. Like uh, the hammer stays geez. on during the performance. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I don't want to know about none of your like, you know, failed comparisons or nothing like that. You know, if you got to you could do what you got to do with that hammer. But, uh, you know, keep keep that private stuff private. huh? I will do what I want to do with this hammer. Thank you. As, as a matter I don't of fact, none of that. Didn't I just say that shit, Frank? It's it's part of the show, okay? It's all part of the show. This right. ain't one of them like aristocrats kind of things, is it? <laughs> More like Gallagher. <laughs> uh. Which one, Nola Liam? Because uh, they both caused some trouble up in this place. Like we don't know, we don't we don't go for none of that Manchester kind of crap over here. No, I, I assure you, uh, everybody will enjoy the show. And uh, don't worry, we'll, we'll clean up after ourselves and everything. You know, we, we, we got decent janitorial staff here, though. But, yeah, try not to try not to go overboard. You know, go 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 have fun, but make these people have fun. That's the whole thing we fucking paying you for. Yeah, get out of here, you jabroni. Go play some fucking music or something. Yeah. <laughs> He's your fucking he, gets, he, he gets to, you know, <laughs> taking care of us in the bar. What do you what do you normally pay a bard? I I I don't know. I don't know if we've ever really discussed that, but I would say no. 10% of the uh yeah, boost already, take for night said, is probably yeah. pretty damn good. Yeah, that's a lot of that's a lot of gold probably for this place. I, I guarantee yeah, for the size of this kind of place. Yeah. I have a Go ahead. Sorry. I guarantee you'll get your money's worth. Mm. I was going to say, speaking of money and gold, I'd like to pull a gold piece out of my pocket, right? Like, uh, these gold pieces, right? They're obviously, like, minted probably in some way to indicate, like, where they're from or, you know what I mean? Like, do I have any Teldurian or not Tarantian marks, like, currency on me? And there's still plenty of them floating around the world. So I'd like to see... Okay, on the Tarantian mark, is there like a particular visage of like a former, I don't know, emperor or leader? Or like the current like emperor. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, they still have the, this is before the coronation, yes. so they still have the old emperor. Emperor uh, Titus. Emperor Titus, yes, that's it. Okay. It on, is Emperor Titus. It's on my coin and on the coins that are being exchanged for booze at the bar. Is it the same? Yeah, it's still Emperor Titus. Okay, just checking. Right, just trying to see. Although, how wait, wait, wait a second. Here. Wait, look. Make an investigation check. Okay. That's much better. Uh, Seventeen. You can tell in the ones in this one, he's wearing a diamond earring. But that's a, that's the only difference. He's wearing okay. a diamond earring. Okay, slight difference. Um, I'm just gonna take a, take a. I'm just gonna talk to the party. And be like, I just, I need some air for a second. I'll be back in a sec. Um, I'd like to try to, for just a moment, step outside of the bar. Go outside into Tarantus, and take in my surroundings. Because obviously, right, where in the present timeline we're at, this city's gone. Vecna took it and took it, God knows where. Yes. You step out onto the street, 
and uh, things are definitely a few degrees cooler. You know, it's still probably in the mid-high 70s. It's uh, pretty nice out, uh, a clear, calm night. You can see the stars up above, and they are beautiful. The uh, glowing column of light from the center of the city, about two miles away from you, and due directly to the east, uh, you know, spews its light out into the sky and pollutes a little a bit of it on the eastern side, but definitely out towards the west. Stars are gorgeous. It's a beautiful night. Hmm. Okay, I'm just going to go Captain. back inside. Captain, do you recognize anybody here? Uh, the last time I was here, I might have been a little bit tipsier than I would have expected. I do remember Frank and Joey. Frank's the one that can't read, right? No, I think uh, Frank's the one that, that can read. At least from what I gathered, he seems to oh, be. No, I, I, I haven't met Joey yet. I'm pretty sure it was, it was Frank that couldn't read. Captain, I'm a little perplexed. Maybe I haven't quite thought this through. I mean, shit, we are in an alternate past, not the real past. So what if I, I play I don't a know good that, show I don't know here? that we'd know that. Oh, well, this, I thought Dr. Hines explained to us, us yeah, that there was there's normal an past. alternate, but this is very much like a, the strange past. Yeah, the mm -hmm. ideal and the strange were yeah. different yeah. doorways. Yes, and... Uh, Dr. Hines had fallen out of the strange present, and he was not keen to go back anytime soon. And we're in the strange I mean, uh, past. Felix was telling me, you know, we didn't have time to do what I wanted to do. I mean, shit, I think you guys are all amazing. We could put on a hell of a show, if for nothing else, our own confidence, right? Because what if I play a good show here, and then I go back to the normal present, and it turns out it was a bad show in the real present? <laughs> I'm just... I need a little help, Captain. You got any... I need some inspiration. You need some drugs. You just need to chill and let Felix do the overthinking. <laughs> I wonder what the Felix in, in this point... Like, is there another Felix? Like, I'm just all messed up. I, I think I just... I'm going to go relax in the closet. One thing about timelines I know is we don't want to meet ourselves. Right. You have not, as of yet, met yourselves in this place. I'd prefer not to. So, I mean, Boris has never been here before, to my knowledge, but is there anything that she notices weird about the environment, just with her ridiculous passive perception? Um, nothing particularly weird about it. It's a capital P party going on in here. I mean, this is more adults drinking in one place than you've seen, you know, outside of maybe one or two occasions in your entire life. It's a pretty big place. It's pretty raucous. There are fights kind of breaking out and getting put out, you know, periodically all over, uh, you know, that, uh, that one uh, gropey dude uh, getting unhanded is not the most uncommon occurrence in here, obviously. You know, people sort of uh, lived with it. You know, Quinn a little bit of in places like this. Quinn, is, is there any kind of music going on right now? No, there isn't. That's uh, what Hedrick is ostensibly being paid to do. Did the hand ever get picked and cleaned up in the time that we've been in here so far? Oh, yeah. By now, it's already gone. Okay. Somebody else is already at the table. 
can't have the hand for us. Yeah, that's... <laughs> no, that explicitly belongs to the bar management. Is there a sign? Make a perception check. Twenty-six. Yeah, it's actually not uh, a little bit to the left of what appears to be the runner scoreboard for this place. Uh, now that uh, people among the group who know what one of those looks like uh, have seen, and just off to the left of that, in a I wouldn't say crudely painted, but definitely it was done you know years ago. It's like in a old style from before you were born, like in red lettering on yellow, which appears to even be hand painted. Wandering hands become prod are become property of management. Um, Quinn puts his hands in his pockets. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, Boris would have read that out loud. Wandering hands become property of management. Removing all doubt from anybody who would have, like, spied you as a, uh, a suspect or any <laughs> sneaky-looking individual. <laughs> you had to say it out loud to let them know you know you read that. I just really want to figure out what, like, what the fuck it means but what happened that one time. Like, what is so strange about this past? I want to know what the fuck happened here so that we can never make sure it never happens again or something like i don't know like what is like what is so bad about this the it more seems... raucous it gets here the more quinn starts wondering why quinn isn't there it's a, it's a big 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 world there quinn this is just a runner house i think he's like, sure. time in finer places well i, I mean, mean he spent time in this i'm always where the party in episode 22 right true <laughs> um all right. So okay, so um, you never really followed up on the flyers with uh, with uh, the bar staff, but I guess uh, you weren't as interested in that as uh, getting mad at Hedrick. But anyway, Hedrick, what are you doing right now? <laughs> yeah, Hedrick um, is going to walk to the closet and look like he's going to go in. And he's going to pull out his loop and he's going to sit up on stage. Which Hedrick is sitting on stage, and how this visible is, is he? This is still the double. Still this is very, the, this is the visible double on yeah. stage with the loop. Yeah, the real invisible Hedrick is right next to the side stage, just kind of like leaning against the wall at this point. So, how did you get him there? Did you like weekend at Bernie's him over or something? Yeah, I feel like you would need some is help. It, yeah, because. Doesn't he, one of you have to be inert at all times? Yeah, when he when he goes over to the closet door, he kind of he kind of stops and does the. Uh, I remember it's a, it's like ah uh, yes, Johnny Cash the door open. Walk hard, one of those. <laughs> all right, Invisible Hedrick takes his seat and then he pops back in and uh, Visible Hedrick continues. All right, got yeah. that. Just so he's on standby and he's ready, um, and he's gonna start off. He's just gonna say uh, good evening, everybody. My name's Hedrick. Uh, I know we could all use some better time, so hopefully I make this time a little bit better. And he's just going to start playing um, instrumentals at first. He's not going to start singing. He's going to start laying down just ambiance in the room to kind of get his skill, his chops warmed up. 
Wonderful. Are you playing? You're playing that loud enough to be heard, but not trying to amplify it or anything. So just like uh, sound checking or regular volume right now, gauging the room, seeing how many people are paying attention, how many people are glancing, how many people are ignoring it. Sounds. Pregnard is front row center. (laughs) All right, um, Hedrick, give me a performance check. Can I give him like advantage with? You can help like, my the help charisma. Uh, if you're using the help I'm, action, I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm helping him. It's a, I'm I'm hyping up the crowd. I was gonna say, advantage. how are you helping him? Yeah, yeah. In I'm, the way I'm that front row center, right. I'm appearing to be very excited, and truthfully, I am very excited to see Andrew <laughs> perform. I rolled two 19s, giving a total of thirty-four. Okay. Same roll. 1919. So I'll take it. Wonderful. So you are crushing it. The tables closest to you are definitely uh, getting a little bit quieter in their conversations. You know, they're starting to turn a little bit. Some of the some of the bar kind of stooly chairs are starting to get turned towards the stage. It's uh, you're definitely grabbing some ears and some eyes. I'm uh, going to persuade the nearest uh, table to uh, stand up and dance with me. They really don't need much persuading at this point. Okay. Basically, you walk over to them and even start wiggling a little bit. Uh, one of them's just going to start, you know, coming over, you know, kind of shaking it with you. And by that point, you you got the whole table sucked right in. All right. I'd move on to the next table. I'd like to keep an eye like, on the crowd <laughs> and on the door to the front. Like set myself up kind of farther away from the stage so I could just kind of like see what's happening towards like where like there's like less action and where like you know right. potential strange things could possibly happen that I should warn my friends about before you know something else bad happens. All right, uh, let's see. Um, people I haven't checked in on lately just to see. Hey, uh, Hoblet, what are you up to right now? I guess taking in the show. Taking in the uh, show. Okay. Yeah. Cool. We're we're rocking out. If that's what the crew's doing, sounds maybe, good. Maybe but throwing you know, a little security if he needs. All right. You know, nobody's trying to get too handsy just yet. It uh, seems yeah. like this place has got uh, most of I don't that. Know the lyrics he's busting out, so you yeah. never know when the crowd could erupt. Yeah. Yeah, you you never know. You never know what might happen. Uh, but yeah, I'd say you know, party party on. You know, um, you got a you got a drink of choice you're trying to go after tonight. Maybe getting after. Well, it's a little too late in the day for those mimosas. But uh, you know. I mean, we are on a mission, but I'd never turn down whatever the drink of of the house was. I guess perhaps an ale or a whiskey. Oh, they, I mean, they've got they've got all kinds. Imagine of Imagine they've got here. the run of it. Um, yeah, they even got some pretty good dwarven ones here. I mean, if they've got dwarven whiskey, I'm in. Dwarven whiskey, wonderful. All right, so that's uh, that's what Hoblet's getting up to. Uh, yeah. How about how about uh, Jarrell? What are you up to? Uh, Jarrell would be actually like you know just focusing on his security job, uh, <laughs> just kind of standing near the stage. Yes, uh, you're doing excellently well at it as you are, especially in uh, full paladin plate with the sort of justice strapped over <laughs> right. your back. Overkill are... for security, yeah. Yes, 
you're literally the roughest men most of these people will see in the entire in their entire lives. Right. Why are we doing this though? Like, why are we throwing a show for this fucking? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I that's, had that's, a that's, setting, and I had a couple of uh, kind of goals out in the world out there. But for the most part, I just sort of gave you guys a place and let you happen in it. Yeah, I have what Boris <laughs> is doing. I mean, I was just kind of giving the internal sort of like dialogue that Felix is having with himself, like, like wh- wh- why? And you are Felix. I think you're asking the wrong question. The question truly is why not? Because we have yeah, a world um, to save, and we will we will save it. Pregnar casts message, and uh, he he points to uh, uh, Felix and says, "Shut up and come dance." <laughs> I will do nothing of the sort. I will try to persuade you. I will refuse. And try to persuade you that I do not okay. dance. Persuasion contest. Stubbornness contest. <laughs> 25. Ooh. 26. <gasps> oh, dance, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I rolled a 16. I have plus 10 persuasion. I also have plus 10 persuasion. Uh, and I rolled a 15. God damn it. <laughs> Against his better judgment, Felix goes up and starts dancing a little bit. Like he gives, like just like like the like the he's moving his arms a little bit. His hips aren't really in it, but he's dancing. I just like to think of a real sentimental moment where you both stop arguing and Pregnard approaches and just holds his hand out, and that was all you needed. You reach out and grab his hand, and he leads you to the dance floor. I'm not touching his hand. Let's get that clear. Like I'll walk to I I'll, want the I'll, dirty I'll... dancing moment where Felix right. runs up to him Slap and Pregnard it. <laughs> <Slap> it away. <laughs> I will walk with Pregnard to the dance floor. He will not walk me to the dance floor. I think it's called the chasse when you're... Sachet. 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 Guess I will sachet my way onto that dance floor. Okay, I'm just All right. You getting his wiggle on there and um hey felix uh since uh it was something you were trying to do just make a perception check for me real quick i was trying to do that <laughs> we did have a mission to accomplish 12 yeah a 12 a you notice some vaguely familiar people walking in the door but oh, no. nah couldn't be no couldn't be them no um, Jarrell is okay, like Jarell. watching the doors. Yeah. Oh, if you would be watching the doors, Jarrell, make me a perception check yeah. then. Oh, well, these are always great anyway. So let's. The classic Jarrell wisdom here. based checks. While trying to pay attention, it's a nine. Yeah. <laughs> it's a nine. Yeah, you see some familiar. No, not them. It couldn't be them. And your brain rejects the thought. Who's. I don't like that. I mean, I too am running security with Jarrell, so I'm also (laughs) looking around. Fuck it. All right, Hoblet. Um, Why the hell not? I love it. Roll me me dice. Give me any result. Give me something here. What are we rolling? Perception? Perception. It's got to be some kind of perception based check. 
Uh, 21. Oh, that's 21. I'm actually, I'm actually good at security. Your brain fights through both the drinks and the denial. Yes. No, my brain fights through with the drink, with the help of <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, your brain, and it, it almost recoils in horror as it sees Frankie Wilde, Stetton Crossbreeze, Spanks Mahiney, and Hondo the Merciless oh, walk in. No. And that's where we're going to end tonight's uh, no. episode. We're the interns are the heroes. If you like us, we can be found on the internet. We're in such places as Reddit slash R slash Apple Heroes Podcast. We're on Facebook and the gram at uh we're on Facebook, look for Hapless Heroes Podcast. We're on Twitter and the gram at Hapless Heroes. All of those places will take you to the crown jewel of our internet presence, our Discord server. That's the place where we want to meet and greet and hang out with you. Cause we're there. We're just there. You want to come talk to us? We're there and we're talking D&D and we're talking other things. We're talking sports and real lives. And we would love you to be part of all these conversations, especially the D&D conversation. Because, I mean, come on, guys. That's what we do, right? Now, if you really you like do. us, if you really like us, you can leave us a five-star review on the podcast service of your choice. Um, I trust that if you are this deep, and I mean, at this point, you are like elbow deep in this podcast. You have a podcast service of your choice, and if they allow you to leave us a review, please leave us a good review. A five-star review obviously helps make us more visible so that people like you can find, uh, you know, deranged reprobates like us who make strange internet content. Um, and, you know, obviously you're down for that, and we're down for that, and we'd like to find other people who are down for that, so if you give us good reviews, that is uh, how they can find us. But it's also how we can find a way to recognize you as the five-star human being that you are, because we do read those reviews on air when we get them. Now, uh, if you're really, really uh, like us. Hold on. I actually oh, have... hey there. This is this person who's balls deep in our uh, podcast? We have someone. We, have a, we, have, we do have. I think it was elbow deep. He was uh, elbow deep. <laughs> eyeballs. <laughs> yeah, so there is definitely someone uh, who has written to us on our in our Discord server. Five-star channel there, uh, Mellow Yellow, who's actually been a member of our Discord, I think, for quite some time, um, has uh, written to us saying, you know, after they found our podcast while listening to a different one, um, they said it's been a ride. They say I'm, I was intrigued when they mentioned on the other podcast it was not exactly kid-friendly, and luckily they meant it in a good way. I think he might be talking about when I went on to the D&D Rules is Written podcast, or maybe when I did the one-on-one play session. Um, yeah, we'll say it had to be one of those two where I was a guest. But he's like, the jokes are great, except the green one. I'm with James on that one. Okay, Mellow Yellow, you know, come on. You just got to appreciate the, the classics. Okay? This is my favorite review of all time. <laughs> say just enough shenanigans to make things fun but good role play and story to go with it keep up the good work and I can't wait for the plot twist where redacted <laughs> yeah sure whatever be that way they spoiler tagged it so I'm saying redacted Join the uh, discord yeah. oh uh, yeah <laughs> I have to like click on discord you know which I do every day yeah. <laughs> No. <laughs> so hold on, so on. Thank you, Mellow Yellow. You are a five-star human being. See? Told you. That's what we do. We recognize people as five-star human beings. It's pretty wonderful. Now, 
If you really, really like us, though, you could donate to our Patreon, patreon.com slash haplessheroes. We have a variety of reward tiers, and I don't want to get too in the weeds of what they are. We'd encourage you to go take a look yourself, and if you are so inclined to uh, donate to our podcast, we are super appreciative. We use that to fund our hosting and our equipment and you know our ongoing subscriptions to the tools that make this podcast great. So we're just really using that to make a better product for you guys. So we very much appreciate it. You're keeping us ad-free, you're keeping us on the airwaves, you're keeping us making good content for you. So, you know, thank you. We love you guys. Really. And if you like us right now, you like us, Sally Field, and the whole deal, um, just make yourself a big pot of soup. Just like, uh, go to the grocery store, get some fine ingredients, get yourself home, and just go to it. Soup it up. Just make... Just make some homemade soup. That's so, send us a picture. Fantastic. And then, yeah, and then log on to our Discord channel and show us some pics of this soup. We do have a food. food we, we do have a foodstuffs channel, and people have been posting their wonderful creations in there, uh, and also food crimes. I will say. <laughs> yeah, 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 um, yeah. What's a food crime? You know exactly. Like not putting pineapple on pizza. Shut up, Shut up right now. Like being. Pizza like that's being entirely little, pineapple being a little curmudgeonly so-and-so and not liking to have fun. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure it was like Thessy or someone else who posted up a picture of like a slice of watermelon with melted cheese and pepperoni on top and I screamed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, did I post the picture of the pizza with slices of kiwi on I don't, it? I don't know if you did, but <laughs> please don't fucking do that. <laughs> no, I'm gonna now. I am much All more right. of, No, stop it. Yeah, before, before, we, before we let this go too far, because we've let it's this too go far. too far. Too it far. is. It is too far. So we're going to get near. Namely, to my immediate right, with the fabulous Felix Fizzlebottom, played by Francesco. I had a plan. To his right, we have Hoblet the Smasher, played by James. Oh, what the hell? Where's my whiskey? To his right, we have Lord Jarrell the Light, played by John. Until next time. To his right, we have Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind, played by Mike. I think I need to fill up my flask. To his right, we have Boris the Butcher, played by Nicole. Encore! Encore! To her right, we have Hedrick the Entertainer, played by Phil. Uh, this feels like home. And to his right, we have Pregnar, played by Zach. Everybody! Move your feet and feel united. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> My name is Dave. I have been your host and dungeon master for this evening. We're going to sign off so that we can get our groove thing on, and you should too. We will see you next week. Bye bye now. Bye. Bye. Uh, uh, goodbye. 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 Bye.